Hello there, everyone. Welcome to the Worth It podcast. We are back. My name's Thomas, and today I've got a special guest. Hi, Stephen. Hello. You how okay? Are you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Awesome. 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 Steve, tell me how uh, Worth It knows you. Um. Well, it knows me like it knows you because we both dreamt up of this on a lovely day out That's in it. Wales, wasn't it? And um, and it basically came from the idea that we just enjoy going out, uh, doing things outdoors. Um visiting other places stuff like that so we were on this trip out i can't remember i think it was to um the place in clean peninsula uh, sorry anglesey was it the yeah yeah um what's it called um uh, what's it what's the name again i've forgotten <laughs> um newborough newborough that's like, it newborough and yeah yeah uh we were we'd gone to the beach there and mm-hmm. to uh Flint, uh was it the island that yeah yeah and we'd walking back through and we came up with this idea you know we're taking photos everywhere we're doing all that why don't we film it why don't we do a show about where we go so that was it really wasn't it and that was the, the birth of exploration that nation it, yeah. right so obviously steve you are the uh, the writer and presenter of the show you yeah. worked with josh mcdowell in the first yeah, yeah, the first you. season as such that we did i think we uh we ended up posting though that season it was last summer wasn't it did five episodes. We uh, did, yeah. We did various places in uh, Wales, North Wales, and uh, the northwest of England. And it was loads of fun to shoot. Yeah, it was. We loads got out fun. to places that some of us had never been before. Yeah. We got out. me. I hadn't, yeah. been, I hadn't climbed Snowden before. Right, yeah. For that example. was, that was, yeah. Real, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we'd got, we went local, we went far away, you know, relative to where we live. And yeah. it was, yeah. uh, it was really interesting. Um what I've always liked about the idea of the show is it's an encouragement to get younger people out and about to go and explore their local environments and, you know, appreciate nature for what it is. Um, I was one of those guilty people that never actually went out and about, so I never really had any experience of, uh, you know, exploring around North Wales and exploring around, um, you know, the world itself, even the world as such. There were still certain places that I'd actually never been that, you know, we went on um, during Exploration Nation. And I feel like... Um, my eyes have been opened up so much more to actually going out and about and trying new things and all that jazz. And I think it's, um, yeah, it's it's a really good idea, Exploration Nation. It always has been. And the show works. Like, it really does work. Um, the format was, you know, decided quite early on. We knew exactly what the structure of the show would be mm-hmm. yeah. um, and which the episodes, what we were going to run. And, you know, we've, we obviously have some uh, of our own criticisms about it we want to improve it and make it better and better we want to bring on more guests especially if we were to make it again in the future yeah um but really the the show had a really great vibe all the way through start to finish um so it was a lot of fun documentary filmmaking is weird isn't it in its own way because it sometimes can take years and years to make one single piece but at the same time we could also wrap a documentary in the space of a week it's a very strange process overall. There was a lot of research that goes into it. Did you do a lot of research for the for the writing yeah, for it? I did, but um, at first, because because we were starting out as a new um, show, I wanted to do things that I'd already been to, or things I knew about already in my mind, so yeah. I could take that and use it almost experimentally. So if I was going out, if I was going to start this show, I wanted to sort of understand how we were going to build it. And the only way to do that really is to get it there and say, you know, um, if I already know about these places, then I can easily f- put the format to that yeah. and I don't have to worry yeah. about as much research. But there were places where 
we did have to research and also that's really useful for the future yeah so absolutely so if we start right back at the beginning we actually gave, came up with the concept around about was it 2017 yeah i would say as well then. yeah 2017 yeah um and then we started to write and develop it a bit more we actually did some pilot episodes didn't we yeah we did. where we went um to some like the dungeon yeah uh, woodland we went down to there to do like a pilot episode where we just took yourself and myself yeah and we shot what we reckoned the show should look like and we actually tried to premiere it didn't we yeah i mean we got a lot of yeah good feedback for that i mean yeah. we got a positive response despite the fact that I'd never done it before, that you were quite new to this. I mean, you hadn't yeah. done documentaries yeah, before. Yeah, I never done before, yeah. And we got a really, really positive response. Yeah. But there was part of it that we said, well, we actually need to put more dimension into this. Yeah. We need to develop it more, even though it had got the response. So we thought, we'll have to, we'll do this again, but differently. Yeah. And that's where we yeah. decided to get Josh, for yeah. example. Because we knew something was missing and it turned out to be not something but someone. Someone, yeah. Uh, we needed um, uh, like some, someone for you to bounce off, for example, because yeah. you had all the knowledge behind it and we needed Josh to come in as like the, the new person yeah. who hadn't really been there before who could present and you know, be a personality on screen and for you yeah. to bounce off. And Josh was um, that. I mean, Josh was, Josh. the thing about Josh is he's so um, he's so good at um, like taking himself out to the viewer and um whereas i'm not as like he's extroverted he's more extroverted than i am yeah so he is able to sort of he's able to like uh sort of you know have a dynamic with the viewer and that was something that we definitely missed even though i had people telling me that i did a great job on the first one myself yeah Um, i think it's because what's really useful about um presenting on a topic that you know yourself is that you can be confident that you know that it's the right answer. I think a lot of the time when you some people are thrown into the deep end and they don't really know that much about a certain topic area, they kind of go into themselves and are a bit unsure about yeah. uh, saying stuff. But Josh is the complete opposite. He just takes any opportunity. He is. He can. He's, he's like, he's, he can take a topic he knows nothing about and um, talk about it confidently, which is quite yeah. uh, a good, it's a good value to have yeah. in that. So... Yeah, you're right. That was uh, absolutely. So we got Josh. Uh, we finalised the writing for the show, and then we then moved on into filming the episodes. We filmed them in quite a structured order, didn't we? As we well, did, yeah. we did it week by week uh, mm-hmm. for the space of five weeks, so one one episode per week. Uh, and we went out in that one day, did the whole path uh, walk through, and uh, it, you know we shot the show, and it all. Uh, came together quite nicely as a result of the structure that we made for the actual film of each episode. Um, tell me a little bit how, or tell me a little bit about how you wrote the structure for the walks that we did. Well, I wrote it in the sense that, like, I was imagining what I was doing from the first point to the last point. So uh, when you say about the structure and the organisation, that's true because I was basically because I, like I said, I knew the places. I could then start from a point of imagining where we would be first and yeah. then sort of running through till the end point which would be the yeah. the the conclusion yeah, of the yeah. show and it was like that and a great example of that for example is on the Flandino show yeah um because what we did and it was funny Josh was almost had a heart attack when we told him that we were going to be walking right round the horn yeah yeah if you saw yeah. on one of the episodes he thought it was just one of the yeah the short he thought it was just going to you know yeah. go back down but um 
we were doing that it was organization it was from the bottom which was yeah. in London and then we started then Hylvra Gardens and yeah. then we walked right around the top of the arm back down to the tram yeah. so yeah. that was the thing the point of mine was the organization was always like that and I wanted to make it as easy as possible yeah. for us yeah absolutely there was only one particular bad day where the weather was not on point and it was hot. It was just raining and cold and nasty. Every episode we shot, we seemed to get the really good weather. Like yeah. the, the you mentioned the Great Orm. That particular day was stunning for Sunburn, weather. It was blue yeah. skies Sunburn. for miles and miles and miles, and sun was shining. <laughs> it did present a little bit of a problem with filming because obviously we don't really like sun. Filmmakers don't like sun. No, they don't like no. rain. Yeah. They'd rather have a cloudy day. It's a nice soft boxes. You know, I'm, I'm sure everybody knows already. Um, but. The day was fantastic. It just everything just seemed to flow really well, really nicely. It all seemed just to work. It was, it was the sort of day um, that we wanted, you know, that we were trying to say to people, "Look, you can go out on a day like today. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the sort of thing you want to do." Yeah, we've got nothing to we do. We invested you. our time in getting the nice audio as well. For it. we had the, you know, the lapel mics and stuff. Oh, we had. Yeah, was that, was a, that was. Yeah, yeah, but we had a problem with the wind. We did have a nightmare of the wind. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about some set nightmares actually, because we've we obviously we've had I reckon around. Let's say almost ten hours on set, yeah, filming for this uh, the whole documentary series in general. So let's talk a little bit about set nightmares and stuff. Was there any particular points at which you thought, "Oh my god, this is tough," or "Jesus, that went wrong," or any worrying moments at all during the thing? I mean, as you mentioned, that microphone issue. I was panicking at that point because I thought, "No, after all this, has the microphone been like that for the whole filming?" Do we have a butchered episode? Have we wasted our time coming out here? Because what happened was the um, the thread to the microphone phone that went into the uh, into the box, the, into the receiver, it wasn't quite connected properly, so it was making this horrible scratching sound that was yeah. literally like blasting eardrums. You could turn it, like the, the task cam, you could turn that down to volume one, and it would still hurt your eardrums. That's how loud yeah. that horrible scratchy sound was. And it kept going every single time you moved. It kept making a noise. It was awful. And then the wind picked up as well, which added to the added to the stress too. Yeah, we had John that day, um, and he was fantastic on the yeah, audio. Yeah, he was. Um, he, was he, he switched everything out, put the boom out, and then he started booming for the rest he, of the he day. Done, he hadn't done sound He'd before. Never had he? done sound it was, before. It was remarkable, really. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And that's also a useful thing about documentary is that you can sometimes club together people who sometimes have not had any media experience at all. It's a really good starting ground for them to get into it. So like yourself, yeah, for example, and uh, John was there too. We had Alex and Adam on one of the episodes too. Um, And they had never done media before ever. But with, you know, some planning and some help and assistance at times, they were able to help us shoot and were credited for... Uh, the documentary which is just I mean it's going off a bit but one of the things about that though is is if you're in the right team yeah if you have if you can get on together if you can get on well together and you know each other yeah that is what really makes the difference at the end of the day yeah and um, if you don't get on with your team then it's not going to turn out well that's right yeah so and we do and we we have a really good uh, balance yeah that's that's it yeah it's good it's a good on screen chemistry too which helps and that's something that resonates through all of media so if, if you enjoy yourself whilst you're on set filming a drama or a documentary or a comedy whatever whatever it is that you do as long as you enjoy it you can really tell and it really outputs on screen i've mentioned that a couple of times and so i think you're going to ask me basically what i th- thought went wrong or something yeah and yeah. the truth is not a lot no. however there were a few instances where we maybe didn't 
charge a battery enough or yeah. we didn't have an extra battery at yeah. the start. Um, like you said, the microphones, there was yeah. issues with the weather. It's freezing at one point. We were like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. sort of thing, especially. And also, when we were, if you remember, I think it was actually the, was it the missed battery? You know, the battery that we didn't have or the equipment we were missing mm. was at Van Gotham, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, also we, I've just remembered one. I just remember yeah. one. You remember when we went all the way up to the top of Snowden and it was blue skies, sunshine, and until the oh, point yeah. at which we hit the peak and then the cloud rushed straight up the side yeah, of the so, mountain yeah. and it went completely oh, yeah. white. Everything. It was so quick. It was unbelievable. You couldn't see a thing. So then the end of the episode and the end of the entire Exploration Nation series where it's meant to be these beautiful views with Josh and Bruno stood at the top, at the very peak Just of a mountain. Two shivering wrecks, uh, was sopping wet. In and, rain and, and horrible yeah. wet. Oh it my was God. so horrible. The wind chill was about minus five yeah. and we were just standing there just yeah Ugh. and it was that bad that we just went right get up the top film it dead quick get yeah. back down again and it was really close and really tight and filming to the bottom it was it yeah was fine it was bad to be warm oh, again yeah but honestly you know all of those with all those situations they're not really big issues um we could always work Challenges. around them and what's really nice is that we made sure that the crew that we took we all really got on well we we're all really good friends and you know everything everything went perfect in the end so it was great um so with that being said prudo the reason to why you're on this podcast today is a little bit of a promo isn't it uh, yeah. because exploration nation is actually making a return for one short episode a three minute long mini documentary that's coming yeah. out on friday now we originally had it planned to come out last friday yeah but we just wanted to tweak it and make sure it was absolutely perfect before we submitted it uh-huh. because it actually is going into a film festival yeah. prudo do you know do you know much about the film festival it's going into um and only what you've told me yeah that it's uh, a three minute it's a three-minute film festival for three-minute yeah. limit, yeah. and it's shot on a mobile phone. Yeah, no cameras allowed, no professional equipment allowed. That's right, and it's just basically um, from there. Really, yeah, so. and that that um, one of the key things that you mentioned there was it's shot on mobile phone. Yeah. What what did you think of that whole experience shooting the whole documentary on mobile? Actually, quite comfortable, yeah. and not as at, before we did it. Actually, I was a bit concerned that it would be challenging to the point where we wouldn't get much or it wouldn't be, it yeah. would be limiting. Yeah. But the one thing you've noticed is how good mobile phones are yeah, that's currently. Right, yeah, yeah. And they can almost, and I say almost, as someone with a background to amateur photography, I know that it's the pixels that count, so they are limited. Yeah. However, um, they're almost good enough yeah. to rival a camera. That's right. The only thing that obviously it lacks now is your ability to attach lenses on, but Moment obviously Moment covered that um, with their with their lenses. But at the same time, there's that um, horrible digital zoom that we don't ever like or yeah, want. Um, so obviously, there's a difference between digital zoom and optical zoom. Optical zoom is being the in-camera built mm-hmm. zoom that will always stay as as maximum pixel yeah. oriented as possible. And then a digital zoom is. Uh, you know, a digitized version of a Zoom where they try and create pixels that aren't there. Noise is a big issue. Oh, noise is horrible. Yeah, Yeah, it looks terrible. And they they said that on the new Samsung S20 Pro that it's got like a 100 times digital zoom and it's meant to be as good as it gets. But then somebody tested it on, I think it's BBC Newsbeat. They did like a, they have like a program every uh, lunchtime called Click where Mm -hmm. they basically go out and they test new tech and stuff. And they put it on a stable tripod did a hundred times zoom and it was shaking everywhere and it yeah. was really bad quality. Of, of course. And 
uh, like I've got on my phone is Huawei P30, which is yeah. when it came out was the best photographic phone yeah. available anywhere. Yeah. Um, but you know the video is is good as yeah. we because we also filmed some back behind the scenes stuff on this. That's one. right. Yeah. But like you say, if you go for zoom, uh, maximum zoom. Yeah. Which is fifty times, uh, I think. Yeah. It, it's it's very very noisy and yeah. very shaky and yeah. That's, you'd expect that in this, you know. Is yeah. there a reason to have that much zoom? That's a question no. for another time. Yeah, but, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's just how you manipulate the camera. Really, is yeah. if you if you're locked to certain lens types. So, say for example, I'm like, you know, I've got a, a 35 mil lens and a 50 mil lens, and that's all I've got. And I want to do a long shot, or I want to do an extreme close up. Man, just bring the camera closer. Mm. It's just it's just about how you manipulate your camera to work in your own environment. Without you just say, right, I'm shooting on a phone today. I've not got any zoom. That's the first thing you say. No zoom. Not allowed to zoom at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everything else should, you know, fall into place naturally. Just the way in which you manipulate the camera is how you produce the footage. That's like saying, you know, even in instances where you're filming and you want to film some slow motion, but you don't have slow mo. How do you manipulate that? How do you do that? Speed ramping, maybe. You know, your own camera movements. If you just slow down, and then speed up, yeah. and then slow down. You know, stuff like that. I don't think we even use zoom on on this. Uh... No, we didn't so at all. No, no, no. no. We didn't so, in regards to cameras and in regards to phones, we actually shot this episode on the Google Pixel, um, yeah. and then we shot, as you said, the behind the scenes on the Huawei, um, and they're two very, very good phones and two very, very good cameras. Yeah. And then we also had a backup. I had the uh, the Samsung uh, Note Nine, of course, yeah. as well. They all shoot in four K uh, on the rear cameras, and mm-hmm. they all shoot at the same frame rate. The only different there is some minor differences in regards to inbuilt color um, science per camera. So you see that a lot of the time with the the Note Nine, a lot of the shots are very saturated. Yeah. Um, and with the Google Pixel in particular, it's kind of a similar situation. You get you you get your greens and your reds are really really strong. Yeah. Um, which is an issue that you can't really get around unless you download certain apps. So you can actually download camera apps for your phone. Yeah. which allow you to obviously manipulate everything and you can shoot in flat mm-hmm. on that, which is obviously much better. Um, so it's just like shooting in C log on a Canon yeah. um, or S log or um, whatever, you, whatever particular log format you shoot in. Um, did you, do you ever shoot in color profiles and stuff when you shoot your photography stuff mm-hmm. or do you just shoot in the natural settings I, that the camera has? I tend to shoot in the natural settings yeah. and post. Edit, yeah, really. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have a look into that. Have a look into shooting flat yeah, because then you can manipulate it more in edit. You yeah, can drag, yeah. you can drag more colors out that you want to. Um, so, yeah. So we shot that on phone. What I really noticed and what was a big difference is that mobile phones are very uh, incognito. Yeah, and it's yeah. very, uh, it's not very intrusive at all. No, no, it's not. Uh, into the environment that you're shooting in, and also into. In general, I, th- I felt like it was just a more comfortable shoot. It is, yeah. Um, in a strange way. I mean, yeah, all you have to do is just, there's a great social experiment. I'm not I'm not saying you should do this because it's wasting time for certain emergency services, but but like go out into public and take a big clunking camera, right? Yeah. You'll get stopped by the police and ask what you're doing. Yeah. You take a mobile phone and no one will even bother you. Exactly. That's exactly the point that yeah. Yeah. we're making. Is that yeah. It isn't intrusive. There was no one there that day, so we can't really 
Yeah. You know, say yeah. that anyone was. Yeah, but say, for example, we were we were filming in Landon now, like we were. Yeah. Because we took a big camera to Landon then. We took the C100, yeah, we Canon did. C100, we did. and we took yeah. a boom mic, and we took mm-hmm. it. We took lots of bits. We, so we looked like a film crew. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, so people were looking at us. We were getting stares and stuff. Yeah, of course, yeah. Obviously, naturally, that's how it works when we mm-hmm. film on set, people on location. People are curious what's happening. Yeah. yeah. So if we were to take a phone there, no one would bat an eye. Be like, oh, he's just, you know, take the picture. Stu- like yeah, they're, they're Nobody just, cares. I think people sort of, um, when they, they see a phone, they associate it with social media these days. So yeah. it's just like, yeah. oh, he's just doing it for Facebook yeah. or, or YouTube or, or Instagram or something. They're not necessarily suggesting, uh, thinking that we're... Yeah, and yeah. that's how easy it is nowadays to be to make something so professional on the internet. It's yeah. so, so simple. You can just whip your phone out, press record, and all of a sudden you've got a 4K film right the there. That's the beauty of the art, isn't it? That, it's that where crazy, it transitions it? into yeah, art. It's that, and that's the difference between you know people who can just do it and people who can do it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why they've had this moment, uh, Film Festival, which, of course... Um, I think the deadline is the end of March. Yeah. Uh, the early bird deadline was last Friday, and they got the end of March is the is the final deadline. Um, and it's a three minute mini documentary in this particular category. Um, so let's talk about the structure of this episode because it is different, and the whole th- yeah. the whole theme of this episode is different to the EXN that yeah. we've previously seen. Um, tell me a little bit about it. So because it was three minutes. We wanted to make it more cinematic. I think that was the other one was a very much a documentary series, so it was it was a typical documentary format. And yeah. we're taking cues from say things like BBC Coast, uh, yeah, you know, um, and other other documentaries like that, where you know it's best to follow the principle of what a documentary is. Yeah, structure and format of yeah, informative. F- yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. this time we went to try and make something more cinematic, something that would grab them, something that yeah. would make people emotionally attached to what we were doing. So yeah. it was not about creating a documentary format. It was about creating a cinematic format, Yeah, really, is what we were trying to do. And I think we did it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. But um, that's where the editing comes in, really. Yeah, it is really all um, down to the editor because he can change the whole... You know the whole theme of it and the whole style of it just by picking a song. You could literally pick, yeah, like absolutely uh, a rock track, and all of a sudden it won't fit in. But yeah. then he could then pick a really nice, or inspired, um, I guess orchestra piece, and then it could be beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's got to be picked yeah. the right thing. Um, and I, we've always wanted to create uh, a, a particular style of EXN that's more like a an awe-inspired walkthrough of an environment which showcases natural beauty yeah. and makes you, well, puts yourself into that environment and makes you want to be there with, with the presenter. Yeah, it's um, almost like you're following the presenter through yeah. a journey. And, yeah. And, like, there are things around on, say, YouTube that have that. And funnily enough, after we um, did this episode... yeah. I saw something that was filmed in the location that we were at. Yeah. That was exactly that. Yeah. And yeah. maybe it's just because the location lends itself to that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. But they but that's that was just that's exactly what we were looking for. Yeah. And I think Yeah. I think that was um I think hopefully we did that. Yeah. You know? And what we needed to ensure when we were when we were shooting the episode 
is we needed to ensure that it didn't uh, turn itself into a narrative. Um, yeah. Because what what a big uh, issue is with the lack of dialogue and the lack of engagement. Um, some documentaries can tend to lend themselves towards becoming a short film instead. So we needed to ensure that we had some kind of speaking or some kind of speech inside it. So we needed you to still speak to camera anyway and say hello and welcome or say um, something about the forest or yeah. give some information to make it still count as a documentary. Yeah. So that's why we had that little monologue piece that we have in it. Um, when I was writing it, when I was writing it, I was I was kind of like, I don't want to really have that kind of hello and welcome thing. I wanted to get rid of that, yeah, and just come straight out with, with like I wouldn't know how to explain it, but kind of like in the film, it's a welcome to the rainforest. I didn't, yeah. I didn't want wanted to just be like, put it straight in there to yeah. kind of grab the viewer's attention straight away, not to. Not to engage them in conversation, yeah, yeah, but to kind of go, you're here, yeah, surprise. Because the you whole know? idea of it is, you want to make people go, wow, what's this? Yeah, exactly. and they want to, they want to see what's more, what's going on. Yeah. Um, so you got to, you got to have that fine balance between drawing the audience in and also informing them as well. It's, mm. it's a tough, it's a tough medium to, to get right. And I feel like that the nature, the structure of the episode that we've made does lend to that i think we'll be okay i think it'll be good yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to actually seeing what it's going to look like on screen yeah, um i can't wait to have that meeting before it goes out on friday um yeah and i'm just really looking forward to to releasing it for everyone to see um i have i, I always whenever i was in university i always started to trend towards making short films dramas comedies actions all that jazz mm-hmm. because that was more fun for me and that was more my thing i always put documentary to the side because i thought it's not really that interesting it's a bit boring but ever since coming to do exn i've been in love with documentary man i absolutely love it um i love the nature of uh creating one i love the the interesting topics i love the people we go and see the places we go and see being out there and exploring and stuff it totally beats being in the studio Recording, recording, recording. This, um, there's just something about it. It's. I think it's more of a challenge as well because there's an extra dimension to documentary that you don't get in short film because mm-hmm. you are, as far as I'm aware, and I could be wrong, I'm not an expert on, on mm-hmm. short film or anything like that, but you, you are pretty much moulding it from day one and you plan it so meticulously yeah. that it's all there. Everything yeah. is there and you follow it to a T. That's right, yeah. You know? Yeah. In documentary filmmaking, you can get nasty surprises that you're not aware yeah, of, yeah. like the weather or kit problems. Yeah, or yeah. And I'm sure you can get kit problems in short films, yeah. of course, but you can remedy them because you're usually, you know what I mean, on site. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There. But yeah, yeah. when yeah. you travel to these places like Wales or even, you know, maybe further afield than that, yeah. you can't get the equipment if it's at home because it's so far away. So That's it, yeah. But, yeah. It's more of a challenge in that sense, yeah. and that's why even when you look at like like sort of uh, the the wildlife documentaries that uh, like Planet Earth and stuff, they go out to place and they go right. We've got two days to get these shots, and that is it for the whole year. We can't get it any other time but these yeah, two yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. It's the same with us. You know, we've driven now three and a half hours to this location. We have to get this whole film right now because we ain't coming back again. Yeah, um, and that is that element of uh, uh, of nice pressure that I quite like. Um, I like being in a in a situation that challenges uh, and encourages um, inspiration because a lot of the time as well 
which actually adds to it, is you don't do that many recce's as a documentary filmmaker. You can do all your planning and stuff. You can, you can have been to the location before, but as soon as you you soon as you get on the ground on the day, yeah, no. that's it. You've got to be creative right there on the spot. Bang, go. Everything's filmed. And because of the nature of this, which is basically trying to show people, you know, get outdoors, do this. This is what it's like. Yeah. Because we want to show people what it's like. We don't want to like kind of process it to a point where we're showing what we'd like it to be like yeah because that's not really what it's yeah. all about so when the rain sheets come like yeah. like they did at uh, van Gothland, yeah when the rain sheets come down the valley mm-hmm. you know uh, that's what it's like whether yeah. you can't fake that you can't that put it out else. because yeah. it, you just want people to look at the yeah, best yeah, yeah. and see the sunshine so um all these challenges make up what we want people to yeah, see so absolutely and when you look at an overall structure of a documentary if you look at the, the the script and the shot list it's just like right steve's gonna go here today and that's it yeah you know when you do a short film it's like um shot 1.1 shot 1.2 shot 1.3 shot 1.4 no it's not like that in documentary it's just this shot yeah go film it i did i did try to organize it like that first yeah because yeah. it was new to it no yeah if, but now it's just a good example of what pick you the right said camera operator and go create. Was in Flanders, know when we were at the church. So yeah, if you remember, if anyone's, I don't know if anyone here who's listening to this podcast watched that one. If you haven't, go ahead and watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's, definitely. Um, it's, that's our best like episode. Though. Third episode. I feel like that was our definitely the peak. And we were by this uh, really old church, like talking about it with Josh. Yeah. And uh, we hadn't actually written down any lines for that. It was pretty yeah. much ad lib, basically. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's the beauty of it. It's just store the information and tell it. Yeah. That was that's all it is, and it's better. It's better for the flow it of is. the show. It's way better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, EXN, the new episode yeah. will be released on Friday. It's well, a three-minute mini documentary series. It shows this beautiful beautiful place in wales um, and i really can't wait to show it you all guys so that is it for the podcast steve thank you so much for coming on today to speak about the project um if you are listening to this podcast now and you want to go and check out our youtube channel uh, if you're already on there then of course hit that subscribe button for more content there is plenty of other bits and pieces on the channel including tutorials including our short films some trailers bloopers and behind the scenes of course the BTS for EXN will be released next Friday, mm-hmm. um, so it'll be a week after the actual episode releases, um, so you can obviously come on along and check that out. If you are following us on social media, make sure you stay uh, aware of all of the updates that are coming and all that jazz. So thank you very much for listening, guys. Thank you. I love you all and see you all next week. Yes. Goodbye, Stephen. Goodbye, Tom. Bye.